Welcome to All About The Hype Podcast, where we talk to different creators, professionals, brands, and business owners about the hype and success they are having on their TikTok and the strategies that they have learned to create a positive brand awareness message for their followers. Hey everyone, it is Kyle Kaplanis here with All About The Hype Podcast, and I have a really cool guest on my show. His name is Jared Anderson. He's an impulsive Amazon shopper and a viral product reviewer. He's grown his TikTok channel to over 234,000 followers in just four months. His reviews can take your product to the next level. What even got you started on TikTok? I've been creating content five years now. I had a YouTube channel with my wife. I had a podcast with my wife and our best friend. We've just been doing a lot of things over the last five years. And honestly, I was was at the point where things weren't growing like I wanted them to. Like most things take time, especially on social media. And and I was to the point where I was running out of money. I needed to go get a full-time job. And we had to put our YouTube channel on pause and our podcast on pause. We were just super busy. And wife, actually, she started an Instagram page that was doing really well. And then she started TikTok a couple months later and that started doing really well. And I was just working full time every day. And I was like, man, I missed it. I miss having somewhere to put my creativity, you know, making videos and having having something fun to do on the side. Plus, I was just trying to keep up with her. Kind of let her beat me. Like a little competition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Super passionate about product. You know, I love seeing what people come up with. I love making videos about things and getting on TikTok. I've, I've seen other people kind of do something similar. I was like, man, I think I would just have a lot of fun with this. And honestly, what I've found with social media, you've got to be super passionate about it and you've got to have fun with it. Otherwise, it's, it's going to be really hard. It is so true. You know, you do have to find it or you can burn out so fast if you're not passionate about it. You could have this amazing idea, but it's something you're not really your heart's not on it you will burn out really quick so this niche you said like you love products you've always loved to review them has this been your niche since the beginning was this like exactly when you saw tiktok you're like this is what i'm doing no (laughs) (laughs) i have another page where i was like maybe i maybe i do something with my daughter i've got a two-year-old daughter loved videos with fathers and their kids and with my wife as well so Mm -hmm. i kind of did that a little bit but i feel like it was something i could think about and do every single day so what actually happened was i I made some videos for my dad and he paid me a little bit. And I was like, you know, I'm going to take this extra money. I'm going to look at the things I have at home and I'm going to look at some of the, the really cool products on Amazon that I would have bought. And I'm going to buy those and I'm just going to make a couple videos with them. And, I mean, it paid off because your first video right now is sitting at 2.1 million views, which is crazy. Were you expecting your, to kick off that well? No, no. And honestly, it it didn't. Like the first video, it was probably three weeks or so before a video really started taking off. That video started taking off. More videos started taking off as well. So you're saying the first video didn't have 2.1 at the time. That's just from people coming back and watching all your other ones. Or just being featured more. I mean, who knows how the TikTok algorithm works. Right. (laughs) That's what's cool too, because some people think like once you make your video, it only has a certain window of time to be seen, but it's not true. Like videos for months later can be seen later as as you grow. People are going to be very interested to see other videos that you've created in the past. So it just shows because all your videos are very, you have a ton of viral videos, which is so cool. What has been your favorite product to review so far? I like the most and use the most was that gallon water bottle. I love that thing. It was amazing. (laughs) It's such a good, such a good way to just keep track of drinking water and time i was like i gotta get healthy too mm-hmm. you know all this stuff with corona happened the first month i was like i kind of felt lazy i was home all day and so i like made some goals to start working out and eating healthier and i started this tiktok and ever since this whole situation has been pretty 
good for me. So far. <laughs> that's been pretty positive. Yeah, no, that's uh, awesome. Product to review was honestly the, the 10,000 bristle toothbrush. That one was super fun for me to review. I thought the video was hilarious to me. You know? <laughs> I just had a lot of fun with that one. I love the popcorn maker. The lightsaber toothpick were some of my favorite ones too. For a little bit of nostalgia, the nose hair plucker, my second video. Mm-hmm. My grandpa actually made a, a product similar to that a couple years back. It was actually exactly like like that but he wasn't he, he probably made a couple hundred of them and, and never really did anything with it and i just always thought it was like such a viral product when i started this i looked on amazon to see if i could find something like it mm-hmm. and i found that one it did really well i mean i watched that one a few times and it's just crazy but like there's there's so many comments too about how are your eyes not watering things like that so it's kind of funny with tiktok the audience gets really involved so you know, I'd love to know, like, do you, what do you know about your audience at all? Do you know of certain demographics? Have you noticed? Is it mostly Gen Z? Do you have a lot of like older people? I honestly feel like it's, it's kind of older, probably more around, around my age, you know, people that are a little bit more established. I feel like I do get some comments from younger kids, but it's like, I, I'm kind of hitting the the old people of TikTok, I guess. <laughs> it's interesting to say is there's a lot of people that say I'm not getting on TikTok because my demographic's not on there. But clearly, I mean, even with your account, you'd be one to say that that's not true. Like you get a lot of older demographics commenting and engaging oh, yeah. with your stuff, which is really cool. People that I have talked to are kind of in my similar position, all out of college or done with high school, probably more in a position to buy the products that I'm reviewing. It's like they're looking at this as actual things that they would that they would purchase because they're in a house or they have kids i said i I feel like essentially the products that i review it's good to have the demographic that i have because it's not only helping them but also could help the companies that i work with or even just the the companies that i find on on amazon and do a random review of important so let's say like a brand wanted to work with you of course the first thing they're going to ask is hey who's your audience right are people actually going to purchase this or are these just a bunch of little kids which so many people think but i'm here part of my show and the reason why i started this was to encourage brands and businesses that that's not true. The truth is actually the app is aging up literally daily. More demographics are coming to the app and people are buying, like there's purchasing power on TikTok. I'm sure that in the comments you've seen people commenting, anybody said that they've bought stuff that you've reviewed? Yeah, totally. A lot. To be honest, a lot of the links that I put in my bio are affiliate links too. So it's just Amazon's affiliate program. And I've been able to see how many products are being bought. I can see how many product if if i'm able to find an affiliate link for that product see how many products were bought been significant which has been cool what's see. been some of the statistics with that like your the best product that you think has got the most reach the toothbrush yeah there was a ton the funny thing about the toothbrush is i posted that video and it started taking off and then I started getting comments saying, hey, the are sold out. So I went and I put another link on there. Two hours later, hey, it's sold out. I was like, dang it. So I went and put another link on that. Just <laughs> had to keep on putting different links on there. That way people could actually go in and buy them if they wanted. Before the toothbrush, the gallon water bottle had the most bought, had the most uh, products sold. With the affiliate program, they give you a little kickback. Mm-hmm. Has that been helping you at all too? Like being able to monetize a little bit with your channel? Yeah. That first amount of money that it was like 300 
300 bucks that my dad gave me. It's been completely self-funded ever since. Like I haven't had to go into any of my other savings to to buy products because affiliate links are working with companies as well. So. Has any companies reached out to you since starting this channel? Oh yeah. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Hard to keep up with. I didn't, I, I had to start raising rates just because so many people were reaching out to me. And so I've been very selective about mm-hmm. the products that I work especially where my brand is stuff you actually need. I want it, I want to believe that it's something that you actually need. I've worked with a lot of companies over the last couple of months on, on different videos. Because there's a lot of people who are looking to use TikTok and as they grow, it is really important what you just said is to be very cautious and and understand your channel and only align yourself with those that you feel is a right fit. Because yes, you could work with everybody and and maybe make a little bit more money, but that's going to turn your audience away because they just think you're taking everything. They want it to feel fun for them too. Your audience is there to engage and have fun with your channel. And if they feel like you're now just doing videos for anybody. And I had a good chat with a creator named Josep Pimenta a couple of weeks ago, and she said the exact same thing. She has 6.6 million uh, followers. And she said, it's so key and critical to actually know your audience and know what feels right for you understand your value and to not just take anything because it's it can be a little bit you know you see an email and and they're willing to pay you decent amount of money and you think oh my gosh that sounds so great but you really have to think at the end of the day is that something you're going to believe in the reason why i reached out to you as well is all my podcasts too that i i had about the scruffy i talked to reed simkovitz on my show and he said that you know his product was doing pretty good his channel was doing well but you actually had the opportunity to review it and that's when he saw four times sales increase, website review increase just from your one video. So that's like proof right there that that's actually working. Yeah, that was really cool to hear because I didn't I didn't know that when I listened to that podcast. I was like, oh, wow. Glad to hear to see that I was able to have that kind of impact on his business. That product is super viral. It's like a super interesting product that I loved when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. And I actually need it, right? I, I, <laughs> I cut my own hair. I actually shaved my neck. So I was pumped about that one. That just shows like how, you know, a product reviewer like yourself actually can make a really big impact in the business, you know, because yes, a business can make their own review video or talk about how cool it is, but it's almost like referral to see a good movie, right? You listen to your friends. They say, hey, the movie's great. You're going to go watch it. You're not going to watch it because the trailer said, hey, come watch it. It's really cool. You can listen to your friend more. And that's exactly what you are. You're a friend of TikTok. You're that guy that people are going to go to and say, hey, what product should I buy, Jared? You know, they're going to listen to you. So it's really important for brands, I think, to align themselves with people like you if they really want to get that reach. And I think what brands can do to partner with influencers like you. I mean, it's a great way to kick off their product. I mean, kind of like the Scruffy, you helped really launch him and, and really help bring that success. It definitely can increase sales and exposure and brand awareness and it's authentic though. So that's what's more important is it's authentic. It's coming from somebody real. You're a real person. People can reach out to you. You actually reply to really say, yes, this is a cool product. That's the word I was going to use too is authenticity. Just being super authentic with what I do and and having fun with it as well. I Mm -hmm. see, I mean, there's several pages now that I've seen that started around the same time where we all review products. And what's been really cool about this niche specifically is everybody's really nice. Like I've had quite a few people reach out to me that do the same thing and we all have just been ready to support each other and help out and the authenticity of it comes down to those people and and I think people are more willing to buy from somebody that's doing a review like this. 
Mm-hmm. rather than the company trying to make a video like it themselves except for reed's video he made a video that was hilarious if you're gonna do it yourself you got to make it fun and real and like make yourself look relatable to anybody it makes them yeah. really funny people can relate to him it's not like this overly polished perfect with some fake actor talking about it it's him no. he's a real guy like it's so cool like when i first got on tiktok i started seeing ads and i knew exactly when it was an ad just by the way the video looks. Like companies are getting smarter. They're working with people like me or they're making videos that are more in line with what videos look like on TikTok. I said this before on another podcast and it's so true. Before TikTok, ads, they thought that they needed to stand out. We need to be like this crazy advertise, overly polished thing to make people stand out and watch it. But as the generations are growing and they've been literally had ads since the womb, like listening to ads in the womb, they're over it. Like they're sick of it. Like they're ready to hit that skip button. So the best way to advertise now is to blend in, be as organic as possible and like really blend in and make yourself authentic and then people will listen because it's more real it's not like this fake culture of oh wow you're just overly salesy i totally agree all companies need now is an iphone they can make a good video they hire somebody to to write it out and and to plan it out but you don't need much anymore just thinking about the ads that i see myself they're gonna have more success either working with somebody like me that that's what they do that's what their their actual content is about or Mm -hmm. just make a simple video Something that's funny too. If it's funny, then I'm more likely going to buy that product. If somebody was to watch this video and they said, hey, I want to be a product reviewer, what is some advice you can give them from TikTok? What are the strategies you've learned along the way? The Some of the hardest lessons I've learned in social media were from not being consistent. The biggest thing that social media platforms want is someone that's going to stick to it and they're going to just work hard and keep on posting. I've had friends on YouTube that posted over a thousand videos, hardly have had any success. And then all of a sudden their videos started taking off. Right. You know, it took them three years to do that mm-hmm. or even longer. And then finally it started taking off and it, it pays off, you know? And even right now where strategy going in was, okay, I'm just going to post four or five videos every single week, no matter what. And I've done that every single week since I started. My videos have been a little bit slower than my first 20 or 30. Mm-hmm. I just I just know that like one day I'm going to have a video that's going to take off and I'm not going to have a problem. I know that if I post four to five videos every single week, then something's going to take off. It's going to keep on growing. So many people quit so early yeah. and you know, like they have these goals and that's why you said in the beginning of this podcast, it's really important to find something that you're really passionate about where you're not even like, you don't care about the numbers really. You're ultimately doing it for you because you're having fun and you want to give back to those who are going to support you regardless if it's two people people and then eventually it could be two million you know but if you're if you're cool with just talking to two people then keep going like because it's true it's always like those pictures like people make those like memes or or pictures of somebody like digging in the mine and one person is like one hit away from the gold and it shows another person the same but they turned around and quit because they were you know, but it's the exact same thing. You just have to keep going. And if it takes you three years, then it takes you three years, but keep going. It's so true. Yeah. I don't know why people quit so early. And a lot of people quit even within their first week. They're like, I made 10 videos and I got combined total of a thousand views, but it's like, it's okay. Like it's going to yeah. like that happens, but your next week you could have 2000 views. And then that next week you have 10,000 views. I mean, if you look at me overall through social media, I've made like 600 videos. <laughs> you know, <laughs> luckily I posted my first couple TikToks and then they started taking off. I'm not saying switch around to different platforms and stuff, but it's just like keep on going. We'll eventually take off and 
There's two things. One other thing I wanted to mention, focus on watch time, because where I know it's not something that people talk about when it comes to the algorithm. I know that's it, got to help, you know. Oh, big time. If, if people are watching your videos for that long, they're not going to be featured. So look at watch time. And I think that's something I hope brands are becoming more aware of because I've, I've spoken with companies and they're like, hey, we want you to use the full minute that TikToks allows. That way we can get like the most time out of it. Okay, well, my style, my videos are, are not going to be longer than 20 seconds, 30 mm-hmm. at the most. For one, is an authentic, but also if, it, if it's got bad watch time, people, it's not going to be promoted as much. So that that's one thing to think about when it comes to growing your page, just focus on making fun, engaging videos. Another thing I was going to talk about was a guy that's on TikTok, his his handle's called Amazonaholic. I think it's the best TikTok handle for what he does. He posted a ton of videos right at the beginning. At least this was how I viewed his his story. I don't know how he would view it right. in any way. But he was posting a lot of Amazon product reviews. Some had taken off, some hadn't. And then he kind of just switched it up a little bit where he was started posting like coupon codes for Amazon. And it's, it's taken off, which has been really cool to see. Oh, cool. Uh, I love his videos. I love what he does. And that's one thing I've, I've seen too is, hey, if one thing's not really working, keep on posting and, and don't be afraid to change it up a little bit. I guess you can stick with the niche, but don't be afraid to be like experimental. Like how he's like, hey, let me... Let me throw this in the mix and see how it does. And boom, yeah. it worked for him. And if it didn't, then that's okay. Now you know, like, okay, that didn't work too well. Let's try something else. And I think you always have to be okay with changing and evolving because, yeah. you know, your audience is going to be doing the same thing and you just kind of be relevant and, and current. So you do have to think outside the box and think, how can I make this a little bit more fun or what other value can I bring to my channel? The brands reaching out and saying they want to use the whole minute. My key takeaway is when I'm talking to brands as well, I think it's important as a brand before reaching out to influencers is to actually understand the space you're paying for the advertisement on because you have to understand how the culture works on there. Yes, you can make a video for a minute, but is it going to actually be the best use of that time? Probably not because you said watch time and I really ultimately know and believe that watch time is a key essential to how the algorithm works. The more somebody watches it, the more the, you know, it'll kick it out and say, because it'll say this video is actually popular, but it's true. Our generations that are getting older, their, you know, their attention span are shortening. So it's not about the minute. Yes, you can talk about the product for a minute, but if you want to get the most reach, it's got to be quick to the point. Research, you know, the app, research TikTok, how does it work? And think about how can your product do well and, and really listen to the creator you're wanting to work with. They're the expert of their channel. They know their analytics. They know what works for them. And that's really key to the success for somebody's you know, brand or business to do well with a channel like yourself. When I work with companies, I always ask, okay, what are like the main things that you guys want me to do or say? And I always try and fit that in and always send over a script of how, how I want things to look. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is when somebody when somebody says to me, you have full creative control over this. That just, to me, shows me that they have looked into what I do. They've looked into the space that they're trying to advertise in, mm-hmm. and they trust me. You have that trust with them too. Like They trust you, and you're like, yes, like I appreciate you understanding my artistic side and how I do my videos, and I'm going to do a really good job for you now because you believe in me. And I think that's really key. I like that you said that for sure. What are your goals for continuing on with your channel? Good question. I mean, for me, starting it was just kind of fun. I didn't know where it was going to go. I I definitely didn't expect it to do as well as it's doing. Overall, I've got a lot of things I feel like I could do. 
with it. For now, I feel like I'm just going to keep on growing and, and having fun with it. I think there's a lot of fun that happens on TikTok. There's a lot of good that happens on TikTok. I'm looking just to collaborate with some cool companies, with some fun people. And just make sure it's something I can stay passionate about. That's that's important. You know, you're not rushing into it. You're just letting the process happen on its own and just having fun with it. And that's what's that's what's important because eventually, you know, you might reach those levels and be able to grow into more things and you'll have more, you know, more money equals more power to be able to do those things. And but right now you're just taking it step by step. And I think that's really key to to not burning yourself out and having fun. What are some brands that you would love to review? Well, my, my shopping cart on Amazon is just always full of like fun <laughs> ideas. My, my page is just so specific to things that I actually need. So like where there's a lot of companies I would love to work with, I'm like, is that a product that people actually need? Or is that a product that I just want personally? <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like a biased choice. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This like, there's this sandal company. It's a recovery sandal that like my friends refer me to and they have these like slides that are just so comfortable. They're literally the, the most comfortable slides I've seen in my life. But that's like a company I've thought, okay, if I was able, ever able to work with them, then I would work with them because I feel like their product is, is so good. What are some advice you could give to any professional, not just in your market, any professional who are looking to come to TikTok, what are some advice that you could give them? Be patient, have fun with it, do research and just stay consistent. Jared, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. I really hope that the people listening got some value here. I think that they they certainly will. And you know, if you're looking to use Jared, if you're a brand or business listening to this right now, you know, you think you have a product that everyone should be using because you know he's very specific with his niche and it's something that he thinks that everyone needs, definitely reach out to him. Jared, how can people reach out to you? What's the best way? On my TikTok, in the bio, you've got my email, stuff you actually need at gmail.com. That's the best way to reach out to me. If you think there's a product that, that you think people actually need out there, make sure you reach out to Jared. Stuff you actually need at gmail.com. Jared, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for talking with me this evening. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast with Jared Anderson. All About the Hype podcast posts every Tuesday and Friday. And next week on Tuesday, make sure you tune in for Micah Panchishak. He's going to talk about how he turned his tiling business into a 500,000 follower empire. Remember, you can actually help me become a better podcaster by subscribing to me on Apple or Spotify and making sure you leave a review. Thank you again.